Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. And welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care and relationships. And as always, I am your host, Candy Washington, and I'm so honored to help you lead a more joyful life. So before we dive into today's episode, which is a kind of a step-by-step guide, some ways to give you guidance if you are feeling lost, you're feeling unsure of yourself, or you're just feeling kind of meh, blah, uninspired, that kind of limbo state. Trust me, I get it. I definitely went through my own moment of feeling lost. Not too, actually not too recently. Well, very recently, but we'll get into it. But before we dive into today's episode, if you need additional support, you can book some one-on-one coaching with me to get a private, uh, confidential one-on-one coaching session. You can also pick up the Journey to Self-Love journal, which is linked below. You can join our Facebook group, which right now it's free to join. And you can also grab the um, Art of Self-Love Masterclass. That is a three-part Art of Self-Love Masterclass, and that is completely free. So again, all of those resources are linked below in the description box in the show notes. But also be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast, and give us a like and a follow and a share because that really helps us. So with that, let's dive into today's episode. Hi, Vodka. How are you? That's right, you guys. If you're not watching on our YouTube channel, you should be. You should be subscribed because that way you can ask real-time questions when we go live and get some one-on-one experience and join our community. So hi, Vodka. How are you, sweetheart? What is up? Okay, so let's get into it. If you're feeling lost, and I, I think at all different times in our lives, we have moments of feeling unsure of who we are, sort of lost in our lives, not knowing what the next step is, feeling like we're just stuck, right? And I totally get that. I actually felt that way, honestly, probably like a couple of weeks ago. I went through my own moment of just feeling like, what am I doing? Who am I? I feel completely stuck. I don't know what way to go. Am I on the right path? questioning my entire life choices, like just being completely unsure of myself. So trust me, when I give you guys my insights, it is always coming from a personal place of this is what I did and I hope it helps you too. Because remember, we are always on this journey together. No one person has all the answers. No one person is perfect. No one's a guru. And we're all on this journey together. We're all human beings and we've all going through it. So if you have any shame or any embarrassment or thinking you're the only person who's going through something, don't believe that and don't feel that way. You know, we all go through those moments of being unsure about ourselves, of questioning our, our decisions, of not knowing who we are. We all have those moments. So if you're having one of those moments, let's walk through a couple of things that can help you through it. And sometimes we feel lost after, I know for me, my biggest reason why I was feeling lost was because we had just gone through the last 
two and a half years of the lockdown, the the P word with, you know, C-19 and all of that. And I think it just sort of kind of caught up to me everything that we had gone through during that time as a collective and then also as an individual. And I think I was just sort of feeling like, well, what is my next step? Like, what am I doing? You know, like all of that stuff. But I think sometimes anytime there is a big thing that happens in your life, it could be um, a loss of a family member. It could be a loss of a job. It could be the end of a relationship. It could be a health thing, or it could just be this moment in your life, right? So those are some of the things that might sometimes cause us just to feel lost. So the first thing is to accept that it's okay to feel lost and stop resisting the feeling. So sometimes when we feel unsure of ourselves or we feel lost or we feel uninspired or we feel um, just questioning, just really questioning, you know, am I a failure? Am I not good enough? You know, why is everything taking so long? Am I on the right path? We can sometimes feel a lot of resistance to allowing ourselves to feel those feelings. One, because they're painful. You know, there's hurt around feeling lost. There's pain around thinking that maybe you didn't make the best choices or maybe you, not even the best, but maybe you just made the wrong choices, right? It's not so much of like, we made bad decisions, but it's more of sometimes you think, well, maybe I made the wrong choice. Maybe I should have moved. Maybe I should have stayed. Maybe I should have taken the job. Maybe I should have not taken the job. Maybe I should have stayed in the relationship. Maybe I should have gotten out of it, right? It's just more of those questions of, If I had made a different decision, where would I be now? And there's a lot of pain around those questions sometimes, right? And then also sometimes we get resistance to that because we feel like, well, I've been on such a great journey. I've been taking care of myself. I've been doing self-development. I've been loving myself, doing self-care. I'm doing all this work. I'm so happy and healed. Why am I feeling this way if I've made all of this progress? Right. So that's also another reason why sometimes we don't want to be honest with ourselves when we're going through a moment of self-doubt, when we're going through a moment of not knowing, when we're going through a moment of questioning and feeling stuck and feeling lost, because that also sometimes feels like, well, if I'm doing all this work, why am I feeling this way? Is it not working? You know, am I feeling at this too? You know, what is wrong? Am I doomed? Am I cursed or whatever? So there's multiple reasons why we have resistance to allowing ourselves to feel doubt, uncertainty, regret, lost and stuck, right? So there's lots of reasons why we kind of feel those ways. But I think the first step to getting unstuck, the first step to recreating your identity, the first step to not feeling lost and to feeling like you're back on your path is to accept that that is how you feel and that's okay. As human beings, I don't care where you are or who you are, what you have, what you don't have, at certain times in our lives, you will feel doubtful of yourself and that's okay. You're allowed to. You're allowed to have these very human emotions. So allow yourself to feel the way you feel. And then the second step is tied into that. Once you allow yourself to feel uncertain, the doubt, the insecurity, the just feeling lost, right? 
now you can empower yourself to redefine what that feeling means. Because if we hold on to the feeling of feeling self-doubt, of feeling of loss, of feeling unsure, of feeling of questioning our decisions, if we allow that to mean that my past defines me, my past defines my future, I don't know the right decisions to make, I can't trust myself, I will always be stuck, I will never get ahead, things will never change, it does mean I'm a failure, this does mean I'm not good enough, this does mean that I've made the wrong choices and that will forever haunt me, this does mean that the work I'm doing on myself isn't effective, that self-love and self-care and all this thing is just hoopla, it's just fluff, it doesn't really affect anything in my life, right? If you allow you are feeling a feeling lost or stuck to mean those things, then that is how you will actually continue to self-sabotage and to stay stuck and to stay lost and to regress or to fall deeper into those feelings. But if you redefine it to mean, oh, well, you know what? This is just a moment of reflection This is a moment to use my healing, use my tools, use my insights, use my knowledge to choose differently, to react differently, to take care of myself differently. And this is just me. And this moment of feeling lost just means that I have shed an old identity. And this is that transitional parent period stepping into my new identity. Because a lot of times when you feel lost, that is a moment before you step into a new level of your life. You know, it, it sounds cliche, but you guys, you know me, I'm a little hokey. It's like it's darkest before dawn. That sort of, you know, dark seat of the soul or whatever it's called. Sometimes it's that moment of feeling lost, feeling stuck, feeling uncertain, questioning everything is just that shedding of the old. Shedding of the old level of thinking, shedding of your old identity, shedding of the old person that you were. It's almost like a caterpillar, right? It's like that caterpillar is going through life, going through life, going through life, and all of a sudden it becomes that cocoon. And in that cocoon, it's dark, right? It's dark in that cocoon. It might be scary in that cocoon. It might be you're unsure in that cocoon. You feel stuck. You feel lost. You, You question everything when you're in this dark cocoon. And then when you're ready, you shed all of that. You break out of that cocoon and you become this beautiful butterfly. So if you switch your mindset from this moment of, let's just call it darkness. I don't mean it in like this big, bad way, but I just mean it in this moment of, I'm not sure. I'm feeling lost. I'm questioning. I don't know what to do. Blah, 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 blah. If you can redefine what that means from it confirms that I'm a failure. It confirms I'll never get ahead. It confirms I'm not good enough. It confirms none of this is working. It confirms I'm I'm not really healed. It confirms blah, 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 blah. Two, wow, this is a, a sign that my healing is working. This is a sign that I'm further on my journey than I thought I was. This is a sign that the next level of my life is right around the corner. This is a sign that I now have the opportunity to meet this moment to consciously create who I who I am becoming and what I wanna be, do, and have. Wow, this is a sign 
of how powerful I am to change the course. So you can look at this moment as I'm lost and I'm stuck and this just confirms I'm not good enough and nothing will ever get better. Or this is a sign of, wow, I am in my dark before dawn. Wow, I am in my cocoon moment. I no longer have to be a caterpillar. Nothing wrong with being a caterpillar, guys. But I no longer have to be that caterpillar. This is my cocoon moment. And I am so excited because now I know I can let go of the old and step into the new. And this is just that opportunity to take the leap into the new version of the person that I'm becoming. Because usually when you feel lost, when you feel stuck, when you feel that discomfort, that usually means this is the most powerful time to step into the potential of who you want to be. You know, it's like a, it's like when there's birds in the nest, you know, the, the mama bird, they start to make the, the baby birds uncomfortable in that nest. Not because the mama bird doesn't love her babies, but because the mama knows that it's time for the baby to fly. So usually when you're about to become that butterfly, when you're about to fly out of your nest, when you're about to step into that next level of your life, there's going to be some, there's going to be uncomfortability. There's going to be feeling stuck and lost. There's going to be that not knowing. There's going to be the fear, the doubt, all of that's going to come up to the surface. So you can meet that moment with new courage, with new faith, with a new mindset, with new consciousness, with new awareness, with your tools to take care of yourself. So redefine what this feeling is. It could be nervous and fear, or it could be excitement. Okay. The next step is to focus on the things that you can control. Sometimes when we feel stuck or lost, we feel like we have no control of everything. We don't have control over the finances, over the relationship, over our bodies, over whatever it is. What in the moment can you actually control? During this, because remember, we've redefined what this feeling is. This feeling now is just a sign to us that we are in our metamorphosis. We are in our cocoon and we are becoming our butterfly. And in that cocoon, sometimes it gets a little dark and murky, but it's just a sign that we are actually about to break through. Okay? Now that we've redefined that, what can we do that is actually in our control? And it can be little things, right? If you're feeling stuck or lost or confused or whatever those feelings are, what can you control in this moment? You can journal, you can meditate, you can go for a walk, you can reach out to a friend for support, and we'll get into some more of those steps later. But what are the things that you can control? Because a lot of times we spin out because we feel like there's nothing in our control. Make a list. What is bothering me that is outside of my control? Those things could be how other people react, how other people respond. You know, if I get this, if I get that, that other people decide, whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. And then just say, I choose to let these things go. I give it to God. I give it to the universe, whatever. Let I choose to let these things go. And then make a list of the things that you can control in your life to get some type of stability because you want to feel stable. Because when you're feeling lost and you're feeling stuck, sometimes that can feel very chaotic and unfocused and unsure. So what are the things you can do to get that stability that's in your control? Can you, you know, regulate your sleeping patterns? Can you eat better? Can you 
take care of your body, take care of your mind. You know, can you open a savings account if it's about finances? Can you, you know, look for new jobs? You know, if it's about a relationship, can you sign up for a dating app? Or can you take a break from dating and date yourself for a bit, right? Think of the things that are in your control that you can do right now to stabilize yourself. Because in this moment of uncertainty and this moment of feeling stuck and lost and unsure, you need to stabilize your emotions, you need to validate how you feel, and you need to stabilize your inner state of being. And the way, and one way you can do that is to focus on the things that you can control. And if you're really spiraling and you can't get there, you just say, this is how I feel right now. It's going to get better. I'm going to work through it. Allow yourself to feel it. And then once you're in a bit of a better place, then start to do things to really stabilize your inner being. Because you want to get stable. Because if you stay unstable, then you're more likely to go back to that old definition of what this means about you. That you're not good enough, something's wrong, you're broken, nothing's ever going to work out, blah, 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 blah. But the more and more stable you get, the more you're able to consciously choose how you define things. The more awareness you have and the more power you have. So you want to get to a place of inner stability. And it's not about changing anything happening outside of you that's outside of your control. It's about changing how you feel on the inside through the things you can control. Maybe it's going to church. Maybe it's going on a hike. Maybe it's whatever, right? What are the things that you can control to stabilize yourself? The fourth thing is don't self-isolate and, and, and talk to people, okay? Don't self-isolate. So I am a huge introvert and I love I mean, love <laughs> being on my own and being by myself. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's how I fill myself up. I never feel lonely. But even for those hardcore introverts out there like me, when you're in the moments of not feeling stable, of feeling lost, of feeling insecure, of questioning everything, of having self-doubt, you don't want to self-isolate yourself. You want to reach out to a friend. You want to reach out to a family member a therapist, a counselor, a spiritual counselor, whatever it is, or even try new things, you know, go, go on meetup.com and go, go find a group of people who are interested in the things that you're interested in and join a meetup. You can do it virtually. You can do it in person. Um, you could reach out to friends, maybe go out to dinner, go on a picnic, whatever the case is. But when you're in this cocoon moment, when you're in this metaphor, meta, metamorphosis moment, you know, when you're in that dark before the dawn moment, don't isolate yourself. Because sometimes when we are isolated and we are alone, it's harder to see that the light is at the end of the tunnel, that this is just a moment in your transition into a better place. Sometimes when we self-isolate and we're in those dark moments, it just becomes darker. And we stay, and then we stay stuck in the darkness of not feeling good about ourselves, of questioning everything, of feeling like a failure, of not knowing what's going on. So when you're in that moment, I know sometimes when we're in the healing process or we're in the transformative process, you know, sometimes during that, yeah, you need your alone time, you need to focus on yourself, but that's when you're in a good place during those processes. But when you're in that I, you just feel lost and unsure and it's that not good feeling, 
Don't self-isolate. Go on a meetup, join a Facebook group, reach out to friends. Don't isolate yourself because sometimes when you isolate yourself, even though you are mentally, emotionally, and spiritually going through that cocoon moment and you're in your own transformation to the next step, you don't want to actually isolate yourself physically from other people. You want to get that support. You want to get that guidance. You want to get that community, right? So don't self-isolate yourself during that time. Reach out for support and help. It doesn't have to be this big grand thing, but don't isolate yourself. Because when you isolate yourself, it is much easier to slip into negative thought patterns, staying stuck in the darkness, feeling um, hopeless, not being able to see, not being able to have the awareness that this is just a moment on your transformational journey. It's just a moment. And it's easier to have the awareness that this is just a moment in that journey when you have people around you, when you have community, when you have friendship, when you have support. It's much easier. The fifth thing is do self-discovery journal prompts, right? Because again, I really do believe that when we're feeling loss and we're feeling self-doubt, we're feeling unsure, we're feeling like a failure, we're questioning all of our decisions. I really believe that it just means that we are shedding our old identity. We're shedding our own sense of self and those negative feelings is just resistance. It's that old thought belief, those old beliefs, that old sense of identity hanging on trying to keep its place when you're actually moving into a new sense of self, a new identity, right? Think about all the self-love work we do and the self-care we do. Old identity was stuck in, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Nothing works out for me. The world is scary. I'll never find love. I'm unlovable. I'm insecure. All of that stuff. That was the old self-identity. And a lot of times when you switch to your new self-identity, I am more than enough. I'm a winner. I'm a champion. I am valuable. I am lovable. I, all of those things, I'm confident. I'm secure in who I am. I am a child of God. I am abundant, whatever, right? So when you go through that transition from the old self-identity to the new self-identity, you will have those moments of, no, 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 no. Your old subconscious mind, your old limiting beliefs will fight hard to to stay dominant you know they will fight hard when you start doing your affirmations i am worthy i'm good enough you're gonna get those nasty thoughts oh who are you who are you to think that you're good enough for that who are you to think well really well how come blah 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 and everything in your past will be flown back in your face and things will start happening in your life to show you the opposite you know, you're affirming for I'm wealthy and then you get hit with a bill you didn't expect. You're affirming that I'm lovable and you find out that your partner no longer wants to commit to you or something, right? So these old belief patterns, this old sense of self, this old identity, sometimes, I don't want to affirm that for anyone, but sometimes they will fight hard to stay the dominant beliefs. Because in our mind, they think it's keeping us safe. And change no matter what. Sometimes it's scary. Sometimes it's painful and hard. And I'm not affirming that, but just in case it is happening for you, know that that's just the purge. It's that old belief pattern. It's that old identity. It's that old, you know, sense of who you thought you were. 
fighting to stay dominant, fighting to keep you stuck as you transition. That's why sometimes when we do our affirmations, they don't feel believable. You know, sometimes it's hard to go from, I don't feel worthy to I am worthy. That sometimes can feel like I'm lying to myself, I'm being delusional, I don't really feel it. But that's why we continue the process we use our tools until it becomes the new normal. And that's why we persist in our new identity that we're consciously creating, even when those old thoughts come up, even when things in our life are reflecting the opposite. Because again, just like when we feel lost or stuck, we define it as this is just a moment. This is just a part of the process. Rather than this is the end, this is how it is, and nothing's ever going to change. It's just a part of the process. It's just purging out the old. So now that we're recreating our new identity because we know that we're going through the shift between our old self-identity and our new self-identity, and that's why we're in this cocoon moment, do some self-discovery journal prompts to recreate your new identity, almost to give yourself permission to blossom into the butterfly. Give yourself permission to step into the next dawn of your life. Some of those could be, what is the version of myself that I've been holding on to? Because that's really what those feelings are. The feeling stuck, the feeling like a failure, the feeling not good enough, the feeling lost, all of that stuff. That is just holding on to an old version of yourself. That a part of your psyche, a part of your subconscious mind is fighting to keep alive. It's like that saying that there, it, the only enemy is the enemy within. It's the inner me versus the inner me. It's the new you versus the old you battling it out for who's going to win. So journal out, what is the version of me that I've been holding on to? Is it the version of you that never gets what she wants? Is it the version of you that has to prove her value and worth? Is it the version of you that never feels good enough? Is it the version of you that nothing ever works out for you? Is it the version of you that plays small? Is it the version of you that doesn't believe that she is worthy of what she wants in her life? What is the version of yourself? The version of you that's too big, too small, too black, too white, too tall, too short, too broken, too this, too that. What is the version of you that you've been holding on to? Journal that out. And then another good journal prompt is, what expectations have I been allowing to control my identity, to control my sense of self, to control my version of success, to control my self-worth? What expectations have I been allowing to control my sense of self? That could look like, your family expectations that by this age, you should be married by now. Your societal expectations by this point in your life, you should have made this amount of money by now. Or the expectation that I'm supposed to look this way, the expectation that I'm supposed to have a house by now. Oh, you're a woman? How old are you? Why don't you have children by now? Oh, you're a man? How come you don't have this type of job title 
by now. What expectations, whether they have been your own that you've internalized, ones that society, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, magazines have put on you, family and friends, why don't you, why aren't you married? Why don't you have the kid? Why don't you have the car? Why don't you have the house? Why don't you have the dogs? Why don't you have the money? What expectations have you been loyal to that you have allowed to control your sense of self? Oh, so since I don't have X, Y, and Z by now, that means I'm not good enough. Something's wrong with me. I'm broken. I'm a failure. No one will ever love me, want me, be with me, choose me, commit to me. No one gets what I want when they look like me. No one gets what I want when they're my age. Nobody gets what I want when they're at this stage in their life. What are those expectations that you've internalized that you're now allowing to control your sense of self? Journal those out. A next good journal prompt is, what would happen if I let those go? What would happen if I let those expectations go? What would happen if I let the old version of who I thought I had to be or who I thought I was go? What would happen? What would happen if you no longer believed that you had to have this amount of money by now? What would happen if you no longer believed that you had to be married by now, that you had to have kids by now, that you had to live in a certain area, you had to drive a certain car, you had to look a certain way, talk a certain way, be a certain way? What would happen if you no longer had to have low self-esteem? What would happen if you no longer had to prove your value and your worth? What would happen if you never, if you no longer had to do anything in order to be lovable? What would happen if you no longer cared about what people thought about you? What would happen if you no longer had to have other people's opinions validate who you are? What would happen if you let all that go? What would happen? Sometimes good things can come up with that, right? What would happen is I would actually love myself unconditionally. What would happen is I would actually go after the dream that I've been holding back on because I thought I had to be X, Y, and Z for everybody else. Well, maybe my family wouldn't love me anymore. Maybe my friends wouldn't accept me anymore. Maybe I would no longer fit in anymore if I let all that go. I wouldn't know who I am anymore. But the truth is, as long as you're holding on to external expectations and old versions of yourself, you actually don't know who you are because you're not allowing yourself to be who you are. So once you're clear on the old version of yourself that you're letting go of, once you're clear on the expectations that no longer serve you and you're letting go of, and once you're clear on what you think would happen, good or bad, then you can let those go and then journal the most important question, which is who do I want to be now? This is the most important question now to journal. Who do I want to be now in this present moment? We're letting go of the past. We're letting go of the past version of ourselves who did not believe that we were worthy of everything we wanted. 
we are letting go of the past version of ourselves who thought that we had to perform and do for everybody else in order to be good enough. We are letting go of expectations that society, family, and friends have put on us that has sabotaged our own confidence, our own self-worth, our own esteem of who we are. That's all the past we're letting it go. Who do I want to be now? That could be I want to be a confident woman who starts her own business. I want to be secure in who I am and open to finding love. Right? I want to be a person who finds genuine friendships, find people who truly love and support me, who has a great community. I want to be a person who's self-sufficient and who validates themselves or whatever it is, you know, so you can start out with those essences and qualities of who you want to be. You want to be secure and you want to be confident. You want to validate yourself. You want to know that you are loved. You want to love yourself unconditionally. You want to be a person who forgives yourself. And then you can start journaling out what that looks like uniquely for you. You know, maybe now you work in corporate America, but you want to start your own business or maybe you want to go back to school or maybe you want to, you know, look at IVF because you everyone told you you're too old to have children. You know, that doesn't happen for people your age. Maybe you want to look into that. You know, whatever it is that is specific for you, now that you've let go of all the past BS, now you can consciously create your new identity, the new version of yourself that you're becoming without the self-limiting beliefs that you're not good enough, without the expectations of everybody else, but based on your authentic self of who do I want to be now? Who do I want to be now? Maybe it's traveling. Maybe it's moving. Maybe it's going back to school. Maybe it's trying again at love. Maybe it's getting a divorce. Maybe it's running a marathon, whatever it is. Who do you want to be now? Without the limitations of, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm too fat, I'm too thin, I'm too black, I'm too white, I'm too blah, 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 blah. Nobody in my family believes in me. My friends, da, 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 da. Without all of that stuff that keeps us stuck, that keeps us playing small, that keeps us stifled. But if you knew that you were worthy and deserving and that all things are possible for you, who would you be now? And then from that place, we do the next step, which is take tiny, maybe not so tiny, maybe even big, Steps of inspired action every day as you become that new version of you, as you step into your new inspired identity. Maybe it's looking up courses online if you want to get, if you want to educate yourself. Maybe it's signing up to learn a new language. Maybe it's, you know, downloading a dating app. Maybe it's going to speed dating. Maybe it's going to counseling. Maybe it's starting a new hobby. Maybe it's cleaning out your closet and getting a whole new wardrobe. Maybe it's creating healthy boundaries with people in your life. Maybe it's speaking up for yourself more. Maybe it's looking for new jobs. Maybe it's starting your own business. Maybe it's asking for a raise. 
Maybe it's going signing up for a gym. Maybe it's eating healthier, eating better. Maybe you undereat, maybe you overeat, whatever it is. Whatever it is, take those tiny moments of inspired action. Maybe it's, you know, ask, like, I'll tell you something I did yesterday. I had to take my own advice. I had to do a little scary inspired action thing. I take my own advice. Yesterday, I emailed someone and I asked them if they were open to being a mentor for me. You know, I talk about mentorship and seeking support, but I at this moment, didn't have a great mentor that I could really turn to and like a mentorship space. So I sent the big scary email and like, if I hear back, amazing. And if I don't, that's also amazing. It's the fact that I did it. I'm now energetically opening up the space for that right mentor to come to me. And I'm also showing myself that I'm worth it. I'm worth investing in. I'm worth taking risk for. I'm worth operating from the next level that I want to be because when I think about the identity that I'm stepping into, does she have a mentor? Yes. Why? Because all successful people have mentors. Well, I would say 99.9% of them. Warren Buffett has mentors, you know, or coaches, whatever you want to call it, right? Athletes have coaches. And I'm talking about the biggest athletes have coaches. The biggest superstars have acting coaches. They have, they have, they take singing lessons. They have boat coaches, right? Businessmen have mentors. They have committee of boards, right? So if I want to be successful and I want to step into that space and that caliber of person, then maybe I need to do that too. So like I said, you guys, at the beginning of this, and I'll say in every episode, I'm with you on this journey. <laughs> I am holding myself accountable to practice what I preach, to do the work myself. So I'm with you on this journey. And I had to do that yesterday. I had to find someone and it just all clicked. It's just almost like divine who I was like, this person would be a great mentor. I wrote the email and I sent it, you know? That's a tiny thing I could do. You know, it sounds tiny just sending an email, but it was a big thing. You know, it's a big thing to, it's a big thing to ask for guidance. It's a big thing to ask for support. It's a big thing to ask for mentorship. But it was telling myself that I was worthy of support. It was telling myself that I can invest in myself. It was telling myself that I'm ready for the next dimension, the next level, the next consciousness, the next version of myself. Because even though I'm not at that higher level that I'm seeing for myself, I'm starting to operate from that place. And that is how you become that. You be it and then you become it. And that is what this period is here to teach us. When we feel lost, when we feel uninspired, when we feel burnt out, when we feel like a failure, when we feel stuck, allow yourself to feel it and then redefine what this moment means for you. Redefine it. It's, to me, it's my cocoon moment. It means, wow, this is a time where I really need to be diligent and really mindful to consciously choose who I be and who I become. 
to seek support and help, to not to self-isolate, to take little tiny moments of inspired action every day, to do my journal prompting, to get clear on the vision and to get clear on the version of the person that I'm becoming, right? So that's really what it's about. If you are a human being, I don't care if you have negative $100 million or if you have $100 billion. I don't care if you are in a happy relationship or if you are happily single. I don't care what the situation is. You will have moments of self-doubt. You will have moments of feeling stuck. You will have moments of feeling lost. You will have moments of questioning your decisions. Did I make a wrong choice? Where would I be if? And that is okay. That is okay. It is just your opportunity to redefine, recreate, and rediscover who you are, who you be, and where you're going. It's just a signal that this version of you is over. The catapult pillar moment of you, it's over. And this is just your cocoon time. This is your time to consciously create the next version of yourself. And you do it through the steps I gave or whatever resonated with you the most. But this is what I personally do. This is what I literally personally have been doing. Two weeks ago, I literally had this moment of what am I doing? Who am I? What am I? Am I a failure? I'm feeling lost. What is going on? Because I'm a human being. I'm a human being. And these are literally the steps I took myself to now I am feeling so much clearer. I'm feeling so much more empowered. I feel that I'm really in that moment, the cusp of coming out of the cocoon to become the butterfly, right? And I use these steps to get there. And the funny part is, this is the funny part. Sometimes we'll look at people and we'll think, wow, she's in her butterfly moment. But in their own reality, they're in their cocoon moment. And that's what it means by you never know what a person is going through. You never know what is happening in somebody else's life. Because it's, and it's like that, that saying too, it's like um, your life is somebody else's dream, right? or whatever the quote is. Like sometimes we look at people and we think, wow, they must be flying, they must be in their butterfly moment. But in their own life, they're in their cocoon moment. Unsure, feeling stuck, feeling lost, questioning, doubting. That's why it's really important to be kind to others and to be kind to yourself because you just never know. You never know. Okay. Let's see, Joy saying, hey, Baka, hey, Stefan, it's your turn. Hey, Candy, of all as well. Hey, hey, <laughs> Stefan says, loving the background. Thank you. I need a more organized setup myself, LOL, instead of recording stuff on my iPhone. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, Baka, she goes, I am loving this message, Candy. Aw, yay, I'm happy you're loving it. I'm happy to give it. I am happy to give it. Yeah, you guys. So with that, that is today's message. That is today's episode. How to recreate your identity and feel inspired when you're feeling stuck or lost or unsure of yourself. Those are the six steps. Accept that it's okay to feel it. Redefine what it means. 
Focus on the things that you can control. Don't self-isolate. Seek support. Do self-discovery journal prompts. If you have, if you want um, a copy of those journal prompts, then just give me a follow on Instagram at Candy Washington, and then send me a DM, and I will send you over um, a copy of those journal prompts. And then also take small inspired actions every day that is in alignment with the new version of yourself that you are becoming. And that's how you do it. So as always, if you are in need of more support, you can book some one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. It's linked below. You can join our Facebook group. You can pick up the self-love journal and also you can sign up for the three-part art of self-love masterclass. And that is completely free completely free. And there's other great goodies down there. You can shop our merchandise at candywashington.co. Go ahead and just shop, shop, shop and pick up something from the love collection. So with that, you guys, as always, I love you. I hope that this was a great episode. I know I got something from it and be sure to subscribe to this channel and share with a friend and drop a comment. Let me know. How are you feeling? Have you been feeling stuck lately? And what is one step that you took from today's episode that you are going to implement uh, today or this week? As always, I love you guys. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer, Candy Washington, helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.